0: challenging paradigm x does distributed ledger technology like blockchain have value besides the cryptocurrency hype and if so could it potentially transform the economy and how does mindset and imagination play into all of this my guest today is Satya Dash. She's a digital economist, engineer, and serial innovator who has worked in multiple corporations before becoming an advisor and solution architect for business and technology in the digital data economy. She enjoys finding holistic solutions to complex challenges and to represent two controversial points of view on topics at the same time. I met Satya at the blockchain conference where we are both speakers and I found her angle on the technology very interesting. So if you're interested in a different perspective on a potential future economy that is distributed ledger based, stay tuned.
1: Hi, here's Xerxes. Today I'm here with Satya. Satya, it's great to have you here. Please introduce yourself. Who are you and what do you do?
2: Thank you for inviting me to your podcast. It's a big pleasure. Um, I'm Satya. I'm like a digital economist and an engineer who loves to innovate in the digital assets and also being a digital strategy. As you can see, it's a lot of digital world happening here.
1: Okay, and how did you come about to go into this direction? Why do you do what you do?
2: (laughs) So uh, actually, my background is in hardware software engineer and uh, usually my whole work experience was um, just doing consulting or uh, development but then in back in uh, 2008 I had an experience of final, what actually meant financial crisis when you when the one of the company who hired you. <clears throat> I uh, fires you also because uh, because of the economy. So back since then that day, I learned okay, it's not enough to have a job. You always have to be three step ahead. So and that gave me the cake when I was a developer back in Couch Trafficum um and we had an idle time even though it's a very stable company i think i just said hey let me do something you know why wait for the next project uh this uh let me do try to do something that could be meaningful for the for the company and for the uh and for the um for the uh for the customers because i always have a triangle kind of uh, scenarios from most of the things what i do in my life so I always think if a company does well, the customer is happy, the employees are happy, and the stakeholders are happy. So as a developer, even though it was not my job, and uh, uh, I just took uh, took an initiation to say, hey, why not I just improve the hardware of our company? Even though I was just back then, just employed for a GUI graphical user interface, just don't do this graphical. Uh, the ui user interface of a, of the software i just said hey we could use the uh, i could improve the hardware uh, which was a part of our ecosystem onboard unit but capsch was always in the onboard unit where it tracks your tolling whenever you cross a tolling plaza the 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 plaza recognizes your car it is because of the small onboard unit that is onboard unit that is always attached to your car or your truck and back then I was thinking it's almost 10 years ago, I said, Hey, why do the truck drivers and the car users have to go to the uh, uh, one place to personalize this your unit? Why not you can use back then the smartphone was coming high? Why don't you use your like uh, your smartphone with Bluetooth 4.0 back then it was fancy to personalize? just sitting on the sofa. So that's how I came, the The idea was born smart onboard unit. And um, naturally it was not an um, easy job because no one had asked me, it was not my job and I was touching someone else territory. But back then I was just want. I had this huge idea Oh, I will never let this 2008 experience ever happen to us, us means the employees, and I will try to push so that we can get more additional revenue. That was the only intention, but the people serve differently. They said, who are you? Why are you trying to do this project? No one had asked you, stick to your um, boring GUI. and I was under a GUI was something which was not what I studied for, but I just took it because it was my jo- the job I got after the financial crisis. So I was trying to do something which involves everything and um, yeah. And long story short, it took me on in one and a half years since the idea inception was there and until I got an opportunity to pitch my idea to CEO from the company like and he just said hey it's brilliant like he just liked the idea and i got the first funding for my project and i also tried to do innovation on business model innovation in no more product or in business model. and what it did is like i said okay um and try to imagine your car is not is paying your toll automatically your parking your McDonald's in uh, your gas, everything. And you just have to, whenever the car passes, you just have to confirm it if you want that payment to go through it. And, um, in, and the idea was called Wallet on Reels. And this is how like, uh, that was my second big idea. And I also learned a lot about payment service or so like if you have a banking license and because I wanted our company to be a payment service provider. So this is a parallel kind of thing that was going in my head. I could see the reason why I pushed the whole idea because for me, transaction based business model for if you earn from each transaction, even if it's a little bit, you will earn more than earning once a while a chunk of money. So I was very clear, if you make more transaction and try to get some 0.3% from anywhere, from 0.3% to 3%, that's depending on which vertical you are, you will are able to earn a lot for the company itself because you're doing transactional based business model.
1: So I really would like to ask you about paradigms. I mean, you have a very broad skill sets and, and know many different things when it comes to innovation and technology economy. So what do you think are the paradigms that need to be challenged? Uh, With all the challenges that we do have at the moment, what do you think when you look uh, into the future, from your perspective, what is the things that you think we need to challenge for the next 10 years or even beyond that?
2: Centralized approach, monopoly. This is what I think we need to be more in the digital world i think we need to be more decentralized and more distributed which is again a definition of blockchain but i also believe one company earning all the revenue will not make the mankind happier or, pro- or progressive or prosperous i believe if the 100 billion being distributed 10000 with uh 100 million people Will make more, it will be more equilibrium in the society as a participation. Right now, there's only producer and consumer, and we have to go from away from producer one producer and million consumer to have hundred 100 million consumer but 100 million creator. So, more into creator economy, different kind of value. Each of us has a value. We have a value. That's I That's the reason why we are here on, on this earth. So instead of like, running into everyone to the same value where the competition is, like everyone is trying to follow the same. Uh, like, uh, if you have 100 million followers, or you are Amazon, or you are Google, like you are valuable in this kind con- economy, or else you are not. That is not a very. Uh, distributed and decentralized value centric solution if you and me and a third person each of us are creating value and we're exchanging it so it's like a live 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 and thrive 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 situation so not producer instead of producer and consumer we have to have a triangle not a highway one way but a triangle solution where each node is connected with another two nodes this is a um, producer, creator, distributor, aggregator, curation, it's a lot of things. So I think it's like more strategic approach to the place what we are. As you can see, pandemic was only the people who were billionaire become You that, that is what pandemic actually did to the people. Small businesses disappeared people who came into who were able to thrive in the digital world or had some money to hire for freelancers to make something uh, on that they were able to thrive so again we are um this is not the way you can accommodate 7 billion 7.7 billion people everyone wants to have family everyone wants to do everything then I oh, ask yes, you have to think what kind of job and 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 uh, um, Beschäftigung and engagement you want to give your children, and if you try to understand that, because uh, if you're also a creator like Spotify, the sad thing in Spotify is that not every artist is equally paid, only the like, even if it's your song is played, if I listen to your song, sadly Drake is getting that money, so it is not, it's the maximum, it's like the uh, we cannot just go to this uh this number based uh a uh, number based uh, economy the more number the better no like i was reading 100 million people like in uh, switzerland has 8.8 8 percentage of and uh, like like every uh like out of 100 people in switzerland 8.8 8 people are millionaire can you imagine that crazy and this is like in China, the ratio is 0.1%. But if you see number of people having more than 100 million people, first is uh, 100 million euro, is euro, uh, first is US, then it's China, then it's It's like SS, it's, and what they want to do, they want to give it to for the generation, for the generation, for the generation. They will have fewer people, kids, and more money accumulated. And the more money you have, the more money you can make out of it. And this great thing is when rich people say, oh, we did it from nothing. I said, you don't know what nothing is. <laughs> Sometimes for hundred euro, if you could do it, it would be wrong if I say I'm from nothing. When I know in India, there are poor people, people who couldn't eat anything. This is like, we have to be, I'm not saying let's go econom- uh, communist when I said distributed decentralized. It's actually more intellectual. If you have more revenue and more value, if you get, if you transit value between many points, you have more revenue. If You have more revenue, all of us will stay wealthy, and all of us can build up. But the paradigm is that's uh, like okay, it's, it's also it's like um, um, it's uh, it's still very fear-oriented economy at the moment, or a show-off economy, a greed economy. We have to remove all the three economy. And let's let's create value, which is authentically value and doesn't have to be attached to it. Okay, how many people liked it? So that I like it.
1: So essentially, if I understand you correctly, you believe that the future, let's say a more equal future for people mm-hmm. for humanity is on a blockchain based backbone society?
2: Yes. I, I, is it blockchain or there are different technology? It doesn't have to be this like uh, D, uh, uh, DAG technology, which is not a blockchain but still distributed and decentralized. Yes. Any network that allows you to be decentralized and distributed, I think that is the even the economy and even our mindset. I think the economy will not work if the mindset is not there. To value each other. To recognize with one brain, I cannot produce everything. You need more brain. But you don't have to tell that brain what to think. That brain can think on its own. That is what we are talking about in the hierarchy of boss and everything, telling anyone else. Give them the freedom to do the thing. And the people who don't want to do the work, they will find the work work which will make them happy if they are in the wrong space. But give the space to one people who really wants to make more meaningful value in society than just earning money, or earning status a promotion.
1: So, do you think that uh, distributed technology kind of does also interconnect people in a way that more of the potential is being put into use?
2: Yes. Yes. For example, more of the um, laptops were used in like in the back then when bitcoin was mining more laptop independent people who had just laptop to mine they could mine it um uh, like uh, right now again cryptocurrency is g- getting again greed is entering a lot of fear is entering form is entering but the pure intention was satoshi nakatoma back then really intended is to transmit value peer-to-peer digital cash to stick to that and I believe we will we make an amazing future for the, for the present and the future generation.
1: And do you think that the cryptocurrency hype that has taken off again recently but uh, you already had in 2017 and now we had it since last year starting off for one year like really going up yeah. Do you think that this development of cryptocurrency hype is actually detrimental? for the development of decentralized networks in the sense of because people start to mistake the cryptocurrency hype with the actual potential of the technology or do you think it doesn't really matter what's your thoughts
2: it depends it's a good question it's a very good question and to be honest it's very hard to answer at this moment but what i can say is that there's some percentage of people who are just into that because of money. They say dog money, coin, and they jump in. They want to make money. And if you're not making money, they think you are a fool. Uh, they do, they're not interested in it. It's a decent result, As long as they can convert it back to the fiat money. Then there are some people who really want to make uh, money by creating value, like there are some Projects they want, uh, like a company, they want their project to really suc success. They want to invest invest in that project. Like there are a lot of layer two applications that are coming up on Ethereum ecosystem, even in Bitcoin right now. Who is trying to create a value and be also prominent in that area? Third, the people who believe really like they are maximalist for each coin you were like a preacher, like a religion, cryptocurrency has become a religion on its own. Um, but if you ask me if the T people, very few people, out of one out of hundred people will enter to technology uh, for philosophy, 10 out of uh, hundred people will enter for tech, uh, technology, but the, eight, the rest of the, <laughs> so the rest of the 89% of people are entering for money
1: so my sister has written a book that's quite uh, has become a bestseller in the the blockchain scene because it talks about the potential future potential the socioeconomic potential of uh, blockchain and distributed ledger technology and what i find really interesting is that i mean i know quite some people who have the book and read the book they're very intelligent and still they don't get it in the sense of because of the cryptocurrency hype they 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 from what I see, they dismiss the the, the socio-economic potential, uh, socio political potential of the superior ledgers. This is what what my experience is, and no. uh, and even those people who 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 know the book and have the knowledge, they they cannot they cannot separate it from each other. That's the one thing I see, and I think in general, I mean. So you're in the technology field, but once you're outside the technology field, I think 98% of people think uh, distributed ledger technology is for cryptocurrencies and it's just a speculation bubble and that's it. They don't actually know that there's a technology that could sustainably uh, revolutionize how we people live, how we people interact and, and create value. Ownership.
2: Our ownership. like It is revolutionizing like ownership verification, NFTs, for example. Like before, when you want to know who owned this home, you have to go to centralized authority. But as the blockchain allows you, because the blockchain, the beauty in the blockchain is it is trustless. You don't have to trust you or me or my grandmother, grandfather, no one. We don't have to trust anyone, not even God, to make it like, to make it valid. And why can it be valid? Because mathematically it is proven if this document or if this transaction is uh, uh, valid or not. Two plus two is always four, doesn't matter which language you talk, which religion you go, which hemisphere you go, it's called mathematics, it's called universal language. So the moment we understand it is a trust list, I don't need someone else's recommendation, I don't need some higher supreme power be it bank, be it uh, organization, PayPal, I don't need any trust. I don't have to have a trust in something when I know mathematically this transaction has been validated and proven. People don't see, because people don't know how, how to trust the trustless network. They don't know how to trust trustless. They need a reputation it's called hello effect
1: yeah it's it's not just that they don't know i think it's also basically well also maybe that but i think it's just too abstract also
2: yeah but god is also abstract people like it
1: yes but there is so many stories about god that you can start to like it or dislike him or her or can start to not believe in him or her uh or them whatever so you know but <clears throat> the concept of not needing to trust anyone anymore because there's a technology is too abstract for people outside of technology.
2: But it is math. I'm not saying tech. I'm not using the word technology. That's the reason I'm very aware of not using the word I'm using. Do you trust two plus two is equal to four? Do you trust it?
1: Yes, I I, I do. I do know what you're saying. I know, I making, know. Making the jump to understanding that this reality means that we can trust uh, technology basically or algorithms whatever you call it now the system that we can completely change everything in the world is such a big big jump because there's no story behind it like we have thousands of stories of the gods you know
2: let's create new stories well this is
1: basically this is what it's about but I mean, when you look at all religions, it's all storytelling. They are telling you stories over stories over stories over stories. That's it. And mm-hmm. I think one of the biggest challenges in with uh, these new in general, not just with distributed ledger technology and blockchain, but in general with things that are new and where we don't already have concepts and ideas um, so we can easily understand them, sure. then it's, it's sure. really hard to introduce.
2: True. so like i mean cloud, cloud computing like cloud computing
1: exactly 10 years ago,
2: exactly everyone said no i don't trust anything my data to be there and everyone now you, you cannot progress without cloud computing
1: and this is what i mean i remember the first time someone explained cloud computing to me man a long long time ago <laughs> it, it was just i can't re- and you know I'm, I'm i've always been interested in technology very much i mean i've i've I have a long history going back with technology without having um, studied anything in IT, but even for me, the first time I heard it, it was so abstract, you know, yeah. The first no, but the first time I heard it was a long time ago. It was I don't know, fifteen plus years ago, okay. or maybe even twenty years ago. I don't I don't remember exactly. But okay. Okay. the what? first time I heard it, it was just um, how how the, how is it supposed to work?
2: You know? <laughs> True, like like internet, like internet, Back like in the
1: internet exactly. And I think I think um, all of these things and thoughts they're super interesting, and I also believe in it because I do understand the superior technology, uh, ledger technology. And uh, also that it took me some time to understand, you know. And I'm sure there's uh, <laughs> I still don't have the full picture of it. Like people are really deep, deep into it, of course. But um, my impression is really that that um, there is this potential, definitely, that you're talking about. And I mean, I know many people who are into this technology and talk about it. And then there's the gap to the mass of people who who don't even know that uh, the Bitcoin technology, which is called blockchain and and, and when we talk now about blockchain, was meant to be for creating a better world and not just for some people to get rich. Yes. Speculate. And this is like what 98% of the people don't know
2: it's like i i I jumped the reason the day i can tell you the day and the time i read the white paper 2016 november 14 2016. i was invited for for pitching my innovation thing in berlin and i was hearing people were talking blockchain and since i was so much doing so much innovation back then for caption for my own thing i was so busy in this world i didn't navigate i didn't hear i didn't see anything beyond that I missed, I missed the whole thing until 2016 November, 14 November. And then I read the white paper. and this guy wrote with such a commitment. He had such a vision. And then I said, wow, because the value he did not do to make profit. He wanted to do this values what I I could identify with him so much, even though he's more brilliant expert in everything in language, in, in cryptography, in computer. And amazing. And I was thinking, wow, 2008, because it did hit me. It was really, really hard experience. And, uh, and then, uh, I could understand what he said and, and then he brought up this amazing solution with the payment. I was, and I was thinking, and since I did my innovation repayment service provider, and I was like, and I said, what was I doing the whole life? like when i saw it was 2016 and he had done it the end of 2008 like eight years behind i was and i came back talked to my friends everyone said oh, i checked back then it was 600 700 euro beyond my capacity because i was already entrepreneur paying every bill was a big thing and i understand what you say But he, I love the value. Like Satoshi Nakatama just dropped out of the project because people, Wikipedia started accepting Bitcoin. And one of his teammates started talking to CIA. He did not like any of that. He had a very, very, he wanted to do peer to peer digital uh, cash where you and me, without a middleman, can transmit perceived value before like post you know so 50 years ago if I wanted to send you a letter I was dependent on post office now I can send you email this is what I see Bitcoin is sending more money over email you need a wallet address you don't need anything else and you get the money or you send the money like sending emails and this is what amazing that is like the power but people obviously and um, they would rather trust bank which is charging them for the trust and ch- taking something which is not trustless as you said because it's something new but i tell people it's the first time in the world that you can take participation in own gold and this is like an old money making process on value creating process till now the society told us this is how value is created and we had to accept that and navigate through This is where we can all take participation. And I always say to people, don't put your money to cat, dog, pig, coin. See beyond that, because the moment you invest your energy, now we are talking about uh, spirituality and not financial. I can understand. I really want to earn also 30, 100 million, invest 1000 and get 10 million. I say, no, this is not what it is. And this is like uh uh, like for me it's a very very philosophical time because it's solving some space some problem in blockchain space because blockchain has three pro three uh trilemma problem either in blockchain you are decentralized like you can see blockchain space in three as a triangle again a triangle decentralization speed scalability and security and you can always satisfy two and you have to compromise on the third and Bitcoin since it's very dest- decentralized and secure at the monuments come on 12 years not being hacked one time. It's a public and not a private, no firework or firewall or something sort of firework, firewall or something. Come on. it is amazing but the speed is just compromising the speed. And this is right now that is a proof of work and people's say proof of work isn't and says you need you need to have put some work in your honesty, integrity. And Satoshi Nakatoma recognized the, the human greed factor. That's the reason the way he did and designed was he's an amazing psychology person, philosophical person, engineer, economist, diplomat. Like he introduced deflammatory this is amazing. I'm like, that's the reason why even though I am not earning a single cent in the crypto space I'm at the moment, I'm still trying to stick in that space because I think it has a long term future i want to integrate this whole innovation idea of what i had i said if i navigate anywhere else um i will miss the train that's the reason i don't judge also bitcoin project blockchain projects i'm not only bitcoin i think because i missed my train when i was in doing innovation on my own s- circle room i missed blo- b- bitcoin when it happened or blockchain so that's the reason i look into all the blockchain spaces projects and see okay what can i learn what is it solving what are the use cases? How can you do tokenomics like uh, try to do the whole thing what i did through legal business and technology i try to now navigate through the coin like when some persons ask me if this coin good or bad i give them a proof why is it good or bad then they can decide okay. this is what i decided to do that right now in the decentralized world
1: okay so also please tell us is there other paradigms that you think uh, need to be challenged at the yes. moment
2: the paradigm of what a woman has to be. Okay. What like a pleasant, pleasurable. No, I can like, it's always the woman, both men and women tell me that if you're confident, like uh, people it's like, that's the reason when someone says introduce yourself, I said, I'm arrogant, bold and courageous person. So before you judge, I judge my, I tell you what you will think because it comes over. Like most of the people uh, always told me, what do you think who you are? That was always the question when I came up with the solution. Who do you think what you, who you are? So that's the reason I say if I would be a male, preferably white, I, I think I would be having a different kind of life. Just even my approach, the way I am, the aggressiveness, it will be charming if I would be a male, male person. But now it is like, oh, you're very emotional. You have to be this, that. No, as a woman, I can say, like, I don't want to have children because I want to make company that will employ future children. And there were women who attacked me and said, oh, you need Our Mother Earth needs more children. I said, no, Mother Earth needs more trees, by the way. But okay, we can talk about it. Like uh, this is like the challenge when when especially a woman try to try to live a very different life than the society expects it to be. Like uh, anything. Anything that's your disruptive picture of a being a woman and a foreign woman and a rebel like a kind of first thing, but in your own terms.
1: So When you look into the future, 100 years from now and if people think back of you, what do you want people to be remembering you for?
2: Honestly, I don't think people will think about me in 100 years.
1: Maybe some family members.
2: (laughs) I wish a person, any person who is like me, the moment I am at the moment. I'm not talking as Satya, I'm talking as a personality people can remember it was worthful for for this person for me to live the life in her terms even though she was aware it was not a successful life in terms of the usual success what it is. But it is different. Different, it could be sometimes more tastier than being successful and if people will accept that and remember that that would be amazing.
1: Okay. Thank you very much. Thank Thank you. you for for your time and uh, the insights you gave us and I uh, wish you a great day
2: Same here and thank you very much for inviting me on your podcast thank Thanks. you
0: Thank you for staying tuned for this edition of Changing Paradigm X If you like this episode with Satya Dash feel free to share it with your community so Satya's message gets spread even further Please hit subscribe and rate my podcast if you like it. I'd also be glad if you write me a review. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to contact me. Next week, we are up with another edition of Challenging Paradigm X. Until then, I wish you a great week.